Welcome back to Reframe Your Artistry. I'm your host, Jessica Honig, mindfulness geek and psychotherapist and recent author of the release Reframe Your Artistry, Mindful Tools for Art Making at Any Age. This week, I'm getting ready to do a talk in my local area, the greater Philadelphia region, to a group of moms on um, increasing mindfulness the basics of mindfulness and enhancing our creativity and flexible thinking. So I thought I would share some tips from that talk. I encourage you to pause me for a moment and get three supplies. So you could fully engage in the interactive elements of this podcast. The three supplies I suggest for you would be a piece of paper, bonus points if you can repurpose paper, to use for today, a writing utensil, and a savory or sweet snack. I practice often with a Hershey's Kiss when I'm doing in-person trainings. So go ahead, put me on pause, run to the kitchen for a treat, and we're going to digest some mindfulness. Welcome back once again. This is some mindfulness basics today bit of background for me and how I got involved in mindfulness. In my early 20s, I was going through internships through the Cambridge Health Alliance in the greater Boston area. It's a phenomenal healthcare community. And I had some mentors who were influencing my practice and training with clients, particularly some clients on respiratory and major medical units. I was helping them with relaxation and finding new experiences with their breath and body, despite everything going on with them. For instance, I had some training specifically in the Benson's technique, inspired by Herbert Benson, known for coaching quality breath of counting in one for the inhale, one for the exhale. And as I started to apply things like Benson's and basic mindfulness into my work, it was something I was curious about, but it felt kind of like the golden ticket in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, something that I believe I was craving but felt elusive. And for that very reason, mindfulness became a curious and then practical and lifestyle shift to ease what was going on in my life. On the flip side of my training, as a mindfulness psychotherapist. I had a lot of personal circumstantial chaos going on. I had so much inner negative chatter about the way I should be, or maybe I shouldn't even be producing art because people in their 20s, quote, can't make a career of art. It's not a practical thing. I didn't feel like that child part in the stereotype Um, who grew up with the silver spoon to choose their path. And I was just very much off balance, missing art, missing 
a simpler, pure, true to self state of mind. As I began to coach others through mindfulness, I began to have aha moments of how to practice it in my own life. And the following is an integration of different mindfulness theories I've taken in over the years and turned into a personal technique for me I refer to as a mindfulness plate. First, the basics of mindfulness. Mindfulness, such a, a big word for a fairly simple concept. Show up. Show up fully or as fully as you choose in any given moment. Simple concept, but particularly easier said than done. And uh, most mornings, <laughs> there's a hiccup for me in mindlessness that looks a bit like something that happened just the other day. You know, for instance, I'm setting up my daughter's toothbrush and my own toothbrush, and I put the mint toothpaste on my daughter's toothbrush, the bubble gum on my own. I certainly had a pleasant experience, but my daughter immediately starts screaming as toothpaste goes into her mouth, mint, mint. Sometimes we are just so distracted. It's challenging to do the easiest things. Often we are distracted by inner chatter that it's even more challenging to do the things we wish we could. The toothbrush story, classic scenario of I wasn't fully paying attention to what I was intending to do in that moment, helping my daughter brush her teeth alongside me. If I had been more mindful, I might have been able to avert the moment when she was quite uncomfortable with the flavor of her toothpaste. So mind, mindlessness sometimes, it can hurt those that we care about, even accidentally. It can hurt ourselves. I consider mindlessness often throughout a day a pandemic different from COVID, but one that has been brewing for some time. We are moving typically, particularly as an American society, where I am speaking from, too quickly in too many directions at once. We are reacting to other bad reactions, like punching bags, <laughs> punching back and forth rather than just allowing the energy to settle. It affects the quality of our relationships, finds us stuck in trauma and anxiety, and it wreaks havoc on our nervous system and health. Mindfulness is the ticket back to now. So welcome back. I wish that you would at this time grab your piece of paper, take a writing utensil, 
and draw a circle on your paper. Remember in a reframed artistry world, it's not about the perfect (laughs) circle. Approximate is the new ideal. This circle represents a mindful moment. I refer to it as a mindful, a mindfulness plate. As if like one meal at a time, it's representative of any one moment and then you can draw a new circle and it's a new moment. You can always start over with a fresh plate. That in and of itself is a pretty liberating energy. Next, please draw an arc to create a little divide in your circle, as if it's a small section on a kitty plate, like a side dish holder for your peas. This represents your subjective universe. Ah, the subjective universe where no one else has the right to tell us what's going on in thoughts, feelings, sensations. And it's important that that be on our plate. It just so happens sometimes in particularly moments of stress, we can um, find that the peas spill all over our plate. (laughs) And a diet of only peas certainly is too rigid and not healthy. So here we are, we have this symbolic plate and the main entree of life, the main entree of life, a mindfulness plate, symbolic of your average mindful moment is to just be with your senses intentionally. That is the main entree. Peas aside for the moment. The main entree is showing up for what you intend to do mindfully through your senses. Simply taste, smell, see something, hear it, touch. Our senses are grounding energy, anchoring us into the here and now. So what I'd like you to do is take that treat for a moment and explore. Take a moment to enjoy and savor. Notice through as many senses as you're able or comfortable at this moment. Enjoy that treat you brought to this lesson. Try to digest it after touching it, smelling it, seeing it. Maybe even hear the sounds surrounding it. Have a fully engaged moment with that treat. Thoughts, feelings, sensations, maybe the thought of, I shouldn't have splurged on this piece of chocolate swirling in your head. Oh, it's just the peas. It's not not meant to be on this plate right now. Show up for what you have chosen to show up for in this moment. Congratulations. You just had a mindful moment where you intended to eat whatever. And likely... You were successful at it. Likely you were successful at it alongside and not necessarily despite or in spite of 
the peas that may show up from time to time, from moment to moment, upon your plate. Our subjective universe I code in terms of our experiences of thoughts, feelings, sensations. Thoughts include belief systems like, I believe I shouldn't eat any chocolate, or um, a belief if I eat chocolate, I will constantly be eating chocolate now. A feeling. Um, I'm sorry. In addition to other types of thoughts, I forgot to mention that there's beliefs, as I described. Memories may remind you of another time that you had chocolate. Another form of a thought would be automatic thoughts, which is, so this lady's a little odd, and occasionally not as articulate as I'd like her to be. Whatever your automatic thoughts, they exist. They're showing up. Try not to push them away too quickly, unless, of course, they're unproductive, like thinking that I'm not articulate. (laughs) So once you become aware of thoughts, acknowledge them and see if you can let them go. Realizing that you can do whatever you're doing or choosing to do in that moment, which is listening for the main ideas of this podcast, for instance. Additional parts of our subjective universe, our experience no one else has the right to tell us is so or not so. In addition to thoughts, there's our feeling states. Some can be positive, some can be unproductive or negative. And then there's our sensations in our body that don't necessarily have to do with our senses. Things like our growling tummy, racing heart, sweaty palms. Things that inform us about a moment and however sometimes, and particularly those with high anxiety or trauma, low confidence, we can very easily get distracted by the sensations happening in our bodies. And it is as if those peas spill all over a moment in time. And we are unable to feel like we can show up for what we intended. For instance, going to that first class, even if we feel a bit anxious about how the teacher may perceive us, all these sorts of mind chatter, maybe we sense that we're overheated when we walk into the room. Often in time, if we stay true to our intention, I'm showing up for this watercolor class. In time, if we emphasize our intention, any one thought, feeling, or sensation from our subjective universe, it's slightly uncomfortable, will not break the moment or allow us not to do as we intended. In fact, they go down the um, intensity and frequency of distracting thoughts, feelings, and sensations go down over time the more and the longer you can stay in the moment of intention. So let's try a moment of mindful, active listening. Please repeat back to me what I am about to say. You may have thoughts, feelings, sensations swirling around in this newly plated moment. But please, I'm going to ask symbolically upon your plate, 
to intend, which is your main entree, intend to listen through your senses, also part of your main entree. No matter the thought, feeling, or sensation that arises. Please intend to listen and repeat back to me what I am about to say. Be more. Create simply. Be more. Create simply. Be more, create simply, truly is what the mindfulness plate encourages us to represent. Elevate being intentionally, whatever you choose to do artistically. Quieting the volume on thoughts, memories of the way you should do something, beliefs on the way you should or should not be artistically. Feelings, sensations. They exist, but they are only one and one small portion upon your plate of life. So why bother being mindful? Well, it is a stress management tool. And it also makes us nicer people to be around, typically. It elevates compassion. It mostly makes you a nicer person to be around for yourself. It allows us to be less reactive acting on or catastrophizing anyone thought, feeling, or sensation. For instance, if you need an example of reactive living on anyone thought, feeling, or sensation, you can think of President Trump's Twitter account. Though I do add as a disclaimer, if you're having significant thoughts, feelings, or sensations, like a full bladder or picking up on a thought or fear or concern of systemic racism or sexism in the moment. Intense, significant, or frequent thoughts, feelings, or sensations, I do encourage you to give them a bit more TLC, address them, speak up, and um, do so before you get too far along into future moments or future mindfulness plates. Yet overall... You may be able to continue to show up more often to a plate of life that is more largely filled with a mind entree of being, being intentionally and through your senses. This allows us the opposite of reactive living is responsive living. We honor what we wish to mostly pay attention to in any given moment. Though we may have thoughts, feelings, sensations running all around us. However, we let go, pay less attention to, give a little less credit to what's happening in our inner chatter so that we can show up to what we intend to show up for time and again. And we can have clarity for what we intend to continue to show up for. And we can have merit and clarity and confidence to know when it is time to possibly address a specific thought, feeling, or sensation. 
Otherwise, it is like clouds coming and going. Disclaimer that I am still a work in progress with this mindfulness stuff. I practice it. I easily distracted like the toothpaste or when I burn things quite regularly in the kitchen. But practice more often a new mindfulness plate, a well-portioned life, and it becomes a lifestyle. Mindfulness may not free the world in our lifetime. However, with practice, it can free up space for more authentic, intuitive artistry, and it may very well free your life.